welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up guys? Ryan here. Thank you for joining me for another part of my Amazon FBA 2020 tutorial. In this video, I'm going to show you how to use the newly branded Amazon advertising console. It used to be called campaign manager and actually when you click the link to get there, it's still called campaign manager, but they've finally done something that makes a lot of sense. They combined campaign manager and AMS, which was like the separate advertising arm into a single location so that there's not like two separate uh, entities that you have to, well, no one really has to do this, this except me, but I had to make tutorials for both platforms uh, for my courses and now I only have to make a tutorial for one because they've made them the exact same. So that's a fortunate thing for me and I'm gonna show you how to advertise your products on Amazon because it's no longer enough just to list them and do good you know, keyword optimization and whatnot in my opinion, that's not enough. You know, Amazon is a competitive marketplace. You know, it's the biggest e-commerce marketplace in the world. So in order to get visibility, right? Cause you're not going to get a sale without visibility in order to get that initial visibility, especially after launching a product, we're going to need to pay Amazon to put our product in front of customers. And fortunately, you know, we talked about online real estate in some of my recent videos, Amazon's willing to sell us some of the prime online real estate and the word prime is kind of like a double entendre there, but they're willing to sell us the best online real estate on the Amazon platform in the form of a uh, sponsored ad spot and get our product in front of customers as soon as it's available for sale. So that's what I'm going to show you how to do in this video. Let me go hop on over to my computer and I'll get started. Okay, so we're nearing the end of our Amazon mini series. This is part nine. We're gonna talk about advertising our product. Before we start, I'm Ryan Hogue. I've sold over $1.6 million on Amazon. And if you wanna follow the links in the description, I've got an FBA Facebook community. I've got a free FBA mini course. It'll be delivered via email over seven days. I publish passive income reports. I have since I got started as an FBA seller. If you wanna follow me, you can go back to the first month where I only made five sales and $42 a profit and follow me through um, present day. And I spent over a year writing the most thorough FBA course on the internet. There's a link in the description. You can always hit me up and um, if you have any questions, email me, shoot me a message on Facebook, whatever. And last but not least, find your why. What makes you want to make passive income? For me, it's this Warren Buffett quote. If you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you'll work until you die. All right, let's jump into things. This is going to be a how-to step-by-step tutorial walking you through the uh, new, I got to use air quotes, uh, advertising console. So it's no longer campaign manager and AMS. They are, they are now one. So when I go to my campaign manager in seller central, it redirects me to AMS and I already had an AMS account. So it just marries the two together in one central location, which actually made me making this video easier because I just pulled screenshots from an older video where I'd already taken the pictures that are exactly what I need to show for this part of the tutorial. So in order to get there in Seller Central, go to advertising and then click campaign manager. By the way, if you're watching this video in the future, that may eventually be rebranded as advertising console. That would make a lot of sense. Step two, you're gonna wanna click uh, create campaign. Step three, you're gonna see a couple options. You may see more than just these two because Amazon has been experimenting with um, additional advertising methods. For instance, there was one, it might be an AMS, but I forget what it was called, but it was, it would allow you to run retargeting ads to bring people from off of Amazon 
to Amazon to your product listing. Now, of course, Amazon probably loves that ad type because we're paying to bring people to the Amazon platform, you know, the same way that Etsy was getting away with letting their sellers run that sort of ad. Um, and me being the seller, of course, I'm not a huge fan of it, especially when Etsy automatically opted their sellers into it. I mean, how ridiculous is that? And they did it overnight without telling anybody. Uh, but that's a separate story. We're talking about Amazon in this video. So you're going to want to click sponsored products, sponsored brands only works if you are brand registered, but that ad format is the best ad format because that shows up at the very, very top of search results, like above the normal sponsored ad spots that you're probably thinking of sponsored brands. They used to be called headline search ads. That's when you see at the very top, you see like the brand and then you see three products usually. And uh, that's a very effective method of advertising, but it does require you to advertise three products um, at a time with sponsored products. This still works great, but it's going to be beneath um, what I just described. All right. Now we're in the campaign creation wizard. So the first section is the create campaign section. So you're going to want to name your campaign. My recommendation is to start with a prefix that is your product name, because again, when you're selling multiple products, your campaigns will be very hard to like at a glance understand what's going on if you don't use a good prefix because it's going to be sorted alphabetically. I mean, you can sort them by any any metric that you want, but by default, it's sorted alphabetically. So for me, if it was garlic press, I would have a campaign called garlic press space dash space auto, and I will create an auto campaign. And auto campaigns are extremely easy to set up, so I'm not going to walk you through that it's very similar to what I'm going to walk you through in this video for manual campaigns, but for every product, I'm running an auto campaign and I'm running a manual campaign. So I'm going to have product name dash auto as one campaign, and then I'm going to have a separate campaign, product name dash manual. All right, two campaigns per product. One is auto, one is manual. All right, and uh, for start date, just leave it as today. End date, you don't need to have an end date because you can just go in and manually control it. There is literally an on off switch. You can use that uh, daily budget. So you have to choose what budget works for you. What this really comes down to is your ACOS, your advertising cost of sale. If your profit margin in your garlic presses is 30% and you're able to make sales for less than 30%, you know, the way that advertised cost of sale works or ACOS is what people call it is it represents what percentage of the sale price was spent on ads. If your ACOS is less than your profit margin, then you're running ads profitably. And keep this in mind too. Even if you're at break even, every sale you get on Amazon is increasing your product's organic rank, unless you're at the top organic rank spot. But here's the thing, depending on what search terms customers use, you may or may not be at the top spot. So it is almost always a good idea to be running these advertising campaigns. So keep that in mind. And your budget, if it runs out of budget, it's not going to serve ads anymore. And that's going to, that's bad for two reasons. Number one, you're not serving ads, so you're not getting seen. Number two, your, your not customers, your competitors are being seen in place of you. So if you're ranking ahead of them, that's how they gain rank on you. And if they're bidding less than you, they're now getting cheaper visibility because you're not even eligible to be served as an ad because you're out of budget. So keep that in mind, guys. You got to be strategic. Targeting. Again, we're going to do manual targeting. Uh, with automatic targeting, Amazon's going to basically scrape your listing and try to figure out what keywords to advertise your product on. And then when they get a hit and someone clicks, they're like, okay, maybe this keyword's relevant. And when they get a sale, 
it's like the Amazon algorithm's learning, you know? And when they see a sale come through, they're like, okay, this keyword that we advertised on led to a sale. We should attribute this keyword with this listing. You're helping the algorithm learn. You're hitting the fast forward button and they love that. And they're making money off us while we do it. So with manual targeting, we're gonna upload the set of keywords that we want to uh, pay Amazon to show our product in the advertising spots when someone searches for those keywords. Now it's never guarantee, but they do give us like when we provide, like if we are selling garlic presses and one of our keywords is garlic press, Amazon will say, we suggest bidding something in this range. They'll give us a low end of the range and a high end of the range. And as long as our bid is somewhere around there, we should be getting visibility when someone searches for those keywords. All right, step five, bidding strategy. I highly recommend using dynamic bids down only. So this means that they will lower our bids in real time when your ad may be less likely to convert to a sale. Any campaigns created before January 2019 used the settings that used to be the default. And I see no reason in you know messing with that. Uh, if you use dynamic bids up and down, it's gonna do what it sounds like. And with fixed bids, this is gonna use our exact bid. So there's no harm done in using dynamic bids down only because that's literally saying, hey, we can save you money. If you're bidding $1.50 per click and you can get the click for a dollar, we'll save you the, the 50 cents. All right, and next, create an ad group. Uh, the way that ad groups work, guys, really quick, pay attention, this one's kind of important, right? So we have a campaign that is the parent to child ad groups, okay? So there is a one-to-many relationship between campaigns and ad groups. The parent campaign, I mentioned you should have one for auto and one for manual, and that's on a per product basis, unless your products are like very similar, like if they're like color variations of each other, and you can use that at your discretion, but um, typically like if I have like color variations or something simple like that, I'll just put them in the same ad group even, unless you wanna do like one that's targeting the keywords blue and one that's targeting the keywords red, if you think that's uh, applicable to your, your product. Anyways, when you create your ad group, I recommend your ad group name being very similar to how we did the campaigns, except instead of product and then dash manual or product dash auto, for ad groups, it's going to be product dash match type. And I'm gonna show you match types in a second, but real quick, there are three match types, broad, phrase, and exact. I recommend, and it's not just the, the Ryan Hogue method, this is like, you know, I'm, I've studied plenty of other people's methods and tried plenty of other people's methods. And I learned this approach from Teika metrics, T E I K it, I'll put a link in the description, but they're one of the top Amazon advertising agencies, but this is why, right? It's not just that they know what they're talking about when it comes to Amazon advertising, they developed their own proprietary AI based software that can manage your ads for you. Now, if you're only if you only have one product, I don't recommend using them for one product. For me, I had like 15 FBA products live and I was working two jobs. And as much as I hate to say like, oh, you know, I don't have enough time, like I hate excuses. So I realized I wasn't responsibly managing my ads and it was costing me money. And I paid like, you know, their, their tool's expensive. Let's just put it that way. I'll put a link in the description if you're interested in checking it out. But for me, it was well worth it because the money that I would have wasted on ads was saved in using their you know, AI-based software, which helped me get my ads exactly where they needed to be for so many products. Anyways, I just went off on a pretty long tangent, my bad. What you're gonna wanna do here again, product name dash 
match type. And the first match type that I usually create is broad. So if you're following with me step by step, you can just come back to this step after we go through the first ad group creation. But I would start with broad because that's the widest range of keyword targeting and it's usually my cheapest bids. So garlic press dash uh, broad would be the example. All right, next, add products. So here, you're just gonna wanna use the search function and you may need to toggle between like your seller, or actually, no, I'm thinking of AMS, Never mind. If you're doing this from Seller Central, it should only pull from your products in your Seller Central account. Um, all you have to do is pull up the product you wanna advertise and click add. If you're doing this from AMS though, you, ha you may have the ability to pull from Amazon's entire catalog and it gets a little bit more complicated, but not it's not anything crazy. Targeting, all right, so this used to be two different ad types, all right, and they simplified it because it, it truly didn't need to be a separate ad type. Uh, it used to be called product display. So instead of sponsored, you'd, ha you'd have an option, sponsored products or product display. When you did product display, it was the equivalent of selecting product targeting as your targeting, where instead of uploading keywords, you could basically specify competitors that you want your product to be advertised on their listing. Now, I love that th the, the thought of that, but I didn't have success with it because it cost me so much money. For whatever reason, like the CPCs, the, the cost per clicks were super high. So I haven't really experimented with it much lately, um, but you know, you should absolutely experiment. I mean, why not? Um, and yeah, product targeting, that's an option. For this video though, keyword targeting, like that is the most important one because you need to get your product ranked on keywords relevant to your product, assuming you have a new product. The way you do that is, you know, the way you hit the fast forward button and it, what I'm showing you is you say, hey, Amazon, when someone searches for garlic press, I want to show up at the top. Now, my product's new, so I'm willing to pay you via advertising to show up at the top. I'm going to tell you what keywords, so it's not just garlic press that we want to advertise on. We want to advertise on stainless steel garlic press, best garlic press. We, we want to advertise on all those sets of keywords. So we're going to use keyword targeting here. Next, we're gonna pull our list of keywords, which by the way, go back to the previous lecture, I think it was, sorry, it was like a week ago, but I think it's the previous lecture where I show you tools that I use for free. Like there's plenty of great paid tools. If you wanna use a paid tool, be my guest. By the way, if you're gonna use a paid tool, links in the description, use my affiliate links, but I give you two free tools, so you don't even, you don't even need to pay. Uh, and using the free tools, generate lists of keywords relevant to your product and then pull them in here. And here's the one caveat, guys. Notice how in my screenshot here, I've got the, the box for exact match checked and I don't have the other match types checked. My suggestion, oh, and by the way, the related tab, don't use that. If you want a preview of what Amazon sees when you run an auto campaign, look at the related tab. But I don't like using Amazon suggestions. I like to do it on my own. So I don't use the related. I go straight to the enter list and I just copy paste my keywords. But what I was gonna, gonna say was, I only do one match type per ad group, okay? Going back to a couple slides where I, we were talking about naming our ad group, I said product name dash match type, okay? So if this is our broad ad group, then we would only check the box for broad. In this screenshot, I've only got exact uh, checked. So we would say that this is our product name dash exact ad group. By separating the stuff, guys, we have more control over it. If, if you're taking this information in like a fire hose right now, 
just trust me, <laughs> down the road, this is going to be removing headache and it's, it's a good thing. So it's best to just get used to doing things the right way from the start, because if you do it your own way without any guidance, we all get it wrong the first time. So trust me here. All right. And then the other distinction I want to make is when you do broad targeting, you're going to, your, your keywords that you provide are eligible for a lot more matching. So you're eligible for your money to be spent much more of the time. But here's the thing. It's, it's going to cost you, right? And typically the bids that you associate with broad match type keywords are lower. You know, Amazon, like I said, they'll give you a suggested bid. You can have the same keyword on broad and on phrase and on exact with different suggested bids because the broad match types typically less valuable. You know, it's more fringe matching and typically you may get high impressions with low click throughs because it may be serving your product as an ad when it's not really that relevant with phrase, you know, phrase is like saying, I want to advertise on iPhone seven case and the customer searches iPhone seven case black. You know, we didn't get an exact match, but we got a partial match. We got a phrase match. All right. So that's a little bit more valuable. And typically you have to pay more for phrase matching. For exact matching, it's literally customer searches, iPhone 7 case black. You get an exact match by providing the keywords, by bidding on the keywords, iPhone 7 case black, exact match. With those, you're going to pay more. But obviously, if your keyword selection is good, you should see a lot of success with your exact match and you should adjust your bids accordingly. Now, if you want like a full breakdown of my approach to advertising, like again, just like everything else, I have much more in-depth information in my full FBA course. But the last thing I want to leave you with to prevent you from wasting money is to just say, be careful with your bids. All right. I am a fan of, and this is from years of experience, lowball your bids first. And when I say lowball, that means take the suggested bid that Amazon gives you and go under it, maybe even half it. Okay. So if Amazon suggests, you know, and again, every keyword you, you input is going to, uh, you know, here as a picture, Every set of keywords you put in is going to have different suggested bids, okay? It's not like one size fits all. So in this case, it says 83 cents to $1.61. First and foremost, like that's a very wide spread. You know, you that it's like something fishy is going on already. You can tell. My suggestion, cut it in half, you know, or, or you know, 40 cents, 50 cents, somewhere in that range. What you can do is over time increase, Okay, (laughs) don't feel the need to rush in and overpay because Amazon will spend your money. Trust me, they will. There's no shortage of customers on Amazon that they can show this ad to. Customers don't know that when they click that advertising spot, the advertised spot, it's costing somebody big bucks, you know. So just take my advice, protect yourself. You know, it's better to run an unsuccessful advertising campaign because you didn't get impressions and didn't get clicks, which means you didn't have to at least spend the money than to run an unsuccessful advertising campaign because you bid way too much and spent all your money and didn't generate any sales, all right? Negative targeting is optional. Again, when I went back to like the color example, if you're splitting your ad groups into like red and then you have another ad group for blue because you're selling variations of the same product in red and blue, it would make sense in your red campaign to do a negative phrase on blue, and then vice versa, right? On your blue campaign, negative phrase match red. That way they don't cross into each other. All right, that's it, guys. Then hit launch campaign. 
I made that a little bit more complicated than it probably needed to be. But again, upfront, do it the right way. You'll save yourself headache. You'll save yourself money. And you can thank me later. And I just wanted to mention that I did a previous video not that not too long ago. Uh, I noticed that during the you know Cerveza sickness, um, there were, you didn't need to advertise nearly as much as before, and it's for various reasons. Again, this video is run on long enough. I don't want to. I probably talk about it in this video, but I'll put a link. I'll put a link in the YouTube cards here. I always get my pointing wrong. I'll put it above my head. And uh, when that little thing pops up, just go ahead and click that if you want to watch that video. It goes over my lowball bid, CPC bid strategy. Essentially, we take Amazon's suggested bid and we completely ignore it. And we input a massive list of relevant keywords and we just do really low uh, bids. And you'll be surprised. I mean, there's no keep this in mind too. There's no harm done in doing that. Because if you get no visibility, like if our bids are so low that it, it does nothing for us, then what did we lose? We lost the amount of time it took us to create the campaign. So literally no harm done. So please take advantage of that. And you can see I've had success with it. I've got some A costs of, you know, 3.3, 11.87, 7.6, 18.8, 13.1, 11.9, 2.5. Love that. Oh, over here, 1.95 ACOS. I mean, that's beautiful. Thing of beauty. So take advantage, guys. Next time, I'm gonna show you how to run a lightning deal, okay? So if you are following along with me, you just launched your product, you've got the ads set up, you're gonna have to pay Amazon to run a lightning deal, but here's the thing, like, bear with me. When you run a lightning deal, you are hitting the ultimate fast forward button short of just giving your product away, which you're not supposed to do anymore. Um, that's more of like an old trick. But when you run a lightning deal, you're getting featured on a portion of Amazon's website. Like I don't shop on Amazon that much. So if I'm describing this wrong, let me know. But I'm pretty sure I know how it works. Like not only does it tag your product in search results with like a special thing that says like lightning deal, but I'm pretty sure there's like a section on Amazon to find all the products that are currently running a lightning deal where your product is steeply discounted. And so you may not make money. You'll probably end up losing a little bit of money, but the sales velocity that you'll generate and the visibility, I keep coming back to visibility, the visibility you get from, from doing this is going to just skyrocket your product from whatever page you started on when it was brand new to like hopefully page one. You know, Amazon, their algorithm, they love when customers search, find, buy. And when you run a lightning deal, you're really giving yourself a leg up over your competition as far as sales velocity goes. And keep in mind, again, every sale you get is a sale your competitors are not getting. So it's it's twofold. It's a good, it's a positive thing. That's it, guys. Thank you for watching this video till the end. As always, if you liked the video, if it helped you, all I ask is hit the like button. And then if you're not subscribed, YouTube said 70% of my viewers aren't subscribed. Please do me a huge favor. Just hit the big red subscribe button. It takes two seconds. If you want to be alerted the next time I make a video, hit the bell icon that pops up and they will let you know. Thank you so much for watching till the end and I'll see you at the next one.